Um, welcome back to a new Curatively episode. Today we have with us a med student who's going to be sharing a little bit about her journey. Um, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Hi, guys. My name is Zara Koja. I am a rising M2 at KBCOM at Nova Southeastern University. Um, I'm a DO student. That's amazing. Um, so we actually have a few questions for you, if that's cool. Sure. Let's get started. Okay, cool. Um, so what inspired you to pursue the um, medical pathway? Wow, this throws me back to my interview. <laughs> but um, honestly, I think it was just a collective um, experience of a lot of events that went through in my life. But I think it first started when my aunt was diagnosed with cancer and I was firsthand able to see everything that she went through and that we went through um, as her family. Um, and I was able to see how it was like for her to progress through that and all the doctors visits, hospital stays, um, and like being able to talk to some of the doctors and things like that, that really just exposed me to the medical fields for the first time. Um, and then from that, it was just doing different shadowing things when I was in um, high school and then through college, I volunteered at, um, a drug rehabilitation center and for me that was one of the most like meaningful experiences because I was able to see something that not many people get exposed to. Um, it was a mix of healthcare and psychology um, so that was something that really pushed me towards medicine as well. That's really amazing and I think that since you knew like from high school that you wanted to pursue medicine um, like I feel like that would make it a lot easier to have like the confusion just like gone. Um, so like what exactly in like high school or um, when you were doing like the pre-med track, um, what extracurriculars did you do to like stand out to med schools, I would say? Yeah, that's a great question. So one of the things was the previously mentioned drug rehabilitation center thing that I did. Um, and then it was just shadowing at different um, clinics. So I was also able to volunteer as a scribe at um a free clinic nearby. So that was really interesting. It was a lot of um, different people that were coming in. We had different specialties. So I think med schools really like seeing that um, clinical aspect in your applications. Um, so if you have that, I think that's super important. Um, research is also becoming increasingly important these days. I feel like research is such a vast field that you can, you can find something that you like also, I think long-term volunteering is super important. It doesn't have to be something in the healthcare field. I actually think they prefer if it's not something from the healthcare field. So if you volunteer at a homeless shelter or like, um, you know, tutoring to children or something like that, they really like to see that over the years um, as like a long-term thing. I guess like my follow-up question, I was like, uh, with like all those like extracurriculars and things, it gets, it, things can get pretty hectic, it seems like. It's like, where did you find the time and like how do you and like how do you study for the MCAT and like what would you what tips would you give pre-med students who are like currently taking or planning on taking the MCAT? Yeah so honestly it is a lot to balance school and a lot of us worked as well um, and then all these extracurriculars and MCAT studying. Um, I know a lot of people take a gap year um, I personally didn't do that, but um, I did push my MCAT one year. Um, I was still in school, but it was a lighter course load, still full-time and everything. Um, but I think just pushing it one year um, made a big difference for me because I was able to like cut down some of my other responsibilities um, and 
you know, focus more on that cat because that's super important. Um, I think it's, it's just really important to balance everything out. And if you need to take that extra gap year, there's nothing wrong with that. It's actually encouraged. Um, I think it's important to start content review early on. So it's important to find a good set of books and focusing on your classes and really getting an understanding um, of all the material because that does come back. Um, it's something that I wish I had done because for me, it was mostly just, um, it ended up just being cramming and studying last minute for exams. But I think people who actually study for their classes and they end up having like an easier time studying for the MCAT. So for me, I use the Princeton review books. And once I use that for all my content review, and then once that was done, I focused more on doing practice exams and like test questions. And I think that is the most important thing. And how early on would you start this like MCAT prep? Because I know it's like managing all these things at once, it must not be easy to like cram it all in. Um, so how early would you suggest studying for the MCAT? Yeah, so I started studying about five months before. Um, so I took my exam in May and I started in January. Um, I didn't start studying like intense, like right off the bat. It was more whenever I got the chance for about two months, I was just studying probably like five hours a week, um, just getting the content through with. Um, and then when it got closer to my exam, I started studying more diligently and more to a set schedule um, and then around six weeks before the exam I switched to solely practice exams and practice questions so I think that was the most important part and I think that's what makes or breaks your MCAT you know yeah for sure um, this is all super informative thank you so much um, we have uh, one more question um, so is it possible if you could give like a little bit of a breakdown as to how the medical school application process works? Yeah, sure. So what, if you want to start medical school in 2023, you want to apply in 2022. So it's almost a year long process and you wanna take your MCAT even before that. So most people take it around April, May and then the application process starts around June-ish. So you want to be able to have your MCAT score in by then. It's okay if it's a little bit later, but that's like the ideal um, application process. Um, and then once you get your primary applications in, which is your personal statement, your um, activities. So that's where you talk about your volunteering, your shadowing, anything that was meaningful to you. You get 15 spots, I believe. Um, that I can only speak for the, med the MD and the DO application. I haven't done the Texas one, but I believe it's similar as well. Um, so that's the primary application. And then once you submit that into schools, they'll send you back a secondary application. And this is personalized to every school. And this includes probably like three to five questions per school. And you submit like a short answer essay for each one. Um, and this is where it gets really hectic for a lot of students because they send their secondary applications usually all at once. So if you apply to 20 schools, you're looking at 60 essays, which is a lot. So uh, I highly recommend anyone to pre-write their secondaries. You can easily find them um, when you do a Google search and that way you can send them in, in a timely fashion because you want to get your secondaries in 
um, probably within two weeks of getting them. Um, that way you still look like a solid candidate to the schools. So pre-writing them is a huge tip that I have for you guys. Um, and then once you submit that, anywhere from October, November-ish to March, you will get an interview. Um, I'm not sure how it's gonna work from now on because of COVID. I did hear that they might just do it virtual um, forever which might be really crazy, but I personally had an in-person one. And then when you go to the interview, it's like a full day thing where you have your interview portion and then you tour the school, you get to talk to students. And this is super important in seeing if you're a good fit for the school and if the school's a good fit for you. Um, because just because you get accepted to a school or the school likes you doesn't necessarily mean that you're gonna love it. So the interview process is really important here. That makes sense. And I think that, a lot of people, because like I've just seen like over like the internet, a lot of people get rejected from a lot of med medical schools and then like they end up having to take like a gap year and then they reapply and then they get accepted. Is that pretty common to see or is that like something that's like, I don't know, rare? Honestly, that's super, super common. Um, I did get in the first time I applied, but I want to say I, like 75% of the people I know got in the second time around. Um, and honestly, it's not a big deal. That's what most people do. And it's great because you get a year to grow. You get a year to do things that you didn't get to do previously, improve your application and possibly get into a better school than you would have the first time around. And it's just a year of growth. I'll, it might seem really scary, but um, I have friends that did it and they said that that year was probably the best year for them. And I just kind of have like one more question. It sort of related back to the MCAT. You said that you had like, that you gave yourself five months to study. Do you think that was like an ample amount of time or do you think you should have like started studying uh, sooner than that? Um, I wish I had started studying a couple months before, um, maybe given myself like an extra month or two because I... Or if I did have that five months, I wish that I studied a little bit harder in the beginning because like I'd mentioned, I was studying pretty laid back for a while. Um, so when it came time to later on, I actually had to end up cutting my content review short. Um, I think six months is a good time um, if you stick to a schedule and really, really focus on the practice questions and the practice exams. So like the actual ones from the AAMC are really, really good. And you want to keep that for the end. Um, so it's more accurate of a score. And then I personally used UWorld and I really liked that. And then there's also other companies that do practice exams. Next Step is one of them. And I really like that. There's other ones like Princeton and Kaplan that do it too. Thank you for your time. It, it was really informative. And I think I learned a lot just like about med school and just that whole like idea of getting into it. Yeah, this was like really cool to like actually see like what's it like to apply and like actually get in and the, and the whole experience about it. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. This was a great experience for me as well. And I wish you guys so much luck in the future. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.